Hey sports fans, welcome to Greg Medford Show. I'm your host, Greg Medford. Now, we're not at the factory today. We're out here in Atlanta, Georgia at the Blade Show, 2023 Atlanta Blade Show. And uh, we have talked to uh, uh, candlestick makers and broom makers, uh, knife makers, uh, forgers, uh, bladesmiths, leather workers, printers, dog whisperers, and horse fuckers. We've talked to <laughs> just about everybody. Now, uh, we're going to jump in and we're going to talk to one of our friends who's in the cutlery business with us. Coco from Meat Knives. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm awesome. I saw a little picture of you recently. Looks like you've been doing some squats. I don't some li- hip thrusts. I don't. I don't like hearing a little picture. <laughs> I'll choose my words better. Okay. Uh, yeah, you know the, the, the hard part about outdoing yourself every year is actually outdoing yourself every year. Well, so um, I just found out there's a timer on your iPhone for taking pictures. Oh Lord. Yeah, so the next year is going to be madness. You know how the gun bunnies uh, are scantily clad to get lots of followers? I'm going to try the same thing see how it works. I love it. If it works, it's 98% guys. There's a lot of latent, passionate (laughs) men out there. You never know anymore. Knife bunny Greg. I like it. I know, it's pretty hysterical. They call me a knife bear. Knife bear. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's mainly yeah, yeah. Talk to us about the knife business. How long you guys been in the knife business for? And you guys are purveyors. Uh, you're resellers. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yep. Ten years this year. Uh, this is actually our 10th Blade Show. We rolled in the doors 10 years ago to this show. We didn't know a single person. Nobody knew us. We weren't even an authorized dealer for anyone. We started out just my husband would buy knives from like uh, Blue Ridge distributors because we we weren't authorized dealers for anyone. So, yeah, 10 years this year. And uh, you guys, uh, you're in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Chattanooga? We were just talking about Chattanooga, yeah. which is an awful place. Don't ever go there. They don't want don't you go. to move there, apparently. No. Please. Don't go there. It's horrible. It's, it's horrible. ugly. Nothing to do. That's boring. what I tell people. I'm like, Arizona, it's really hot. You don't yeah, want to come out. Yeah. Well, it's your dry heat, isn't it? I go, well, that's how you bake a cake in dry heat. It's really hot. It's 99% humidity all the time in Chattanooga, so you don't want that either. Is that so, actually true? Yeah. yeah. In the summer, yeah. I cannot handle it's, that. I it's, love going west. I'm like, oh, my skin clears up and dries up. My hair, like, I can go like two days without touching it. It's just like perfect. Go home and it's, you know, yeah. Yeah. So don't go, go to Arizona. What were you guys doing before the knife business? Uh, So Clay, my husband, was actually he managed a hair salon. Really? Yeah. (laughs) Oh, he's handsome. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah. He used to have long hair. He didn't. He never did hair. He just managed the, the okay. salon. Yeah. So he did that. And, no, he did um, that. So that's like managing a strip club. Yeah, basically. Because uh, okay, all right. Yeah. That was when he was single. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm just kidding. He just left three years ago. Oh, okay. <laughs> and what did you do? Um, so I was a healthcare exec. So I worked 15 years uh, corporate healthcare on really? the business development side. Yeah. Wow. So I had a team of like 20 sales reps. I was an area VP. So okay, yeah, cool. left that two and a half years ago to do this. No looking back. Oh my god. So so much fun. I love it. It's it is. It's great. It's a great community. You know, being an entrepreneur, owning your own business, like especially husband and wife, like you're all in. Like there's no. You know how it is. Like, yeah. you can't fail. Like, failure's not an option. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, you can fail. You just, you really don't want to. No, you really, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You better find a way <laughs> you, not you to fall. You gotta fall back yeah. usually. Right, right. But, yeah, so uh, never look back. Love it. Wouldn't go back to the corporate world. They couldn't pay me enough money. If you're in Chattanooga and someone's coming through town and they want to stop in eat knives, where's your place at? So, we're 10 minutes off 75. So, 75, major intersection. So we're 10 minutes off 75. So, okay. How yeah. big is your place now? Um, so, fun. 
We started out with like right at 2,100 square feet. Basically, we moved into the space because we needed warehouse space. Up until two years ago, we were in our house still doing this. And we wanted to do like a brick and mortar store, but just very small. You know, we didn't know if anybody would even come in, off the beaten path, all that good stuff. So we took this space just for the warehouse and we kind of outgrew it really, really fast. And so we actually just bought the building we're in. We bought 9,000 square feet. Oh, so congratulations. we now, yeah, thanks. So we now uh, own 9,000 square foot building. So when we get back with, from this, we're going to start with our build out and like oh, planning fantastic. for, yeah, an fantastic. expansion. Yeah. Um, how's the knife business? Uh, you know, obviously we had a couple of crazy years during COVID. Feels good, like it's, crazy. Yeah, good crazy. Good but it, crazy. Now it seems like it's getting back to kind of the normal cycle. Yeah. Uh, which has some ups and down times. Uh, how are things? How have things been the last, you know, 120 days? So Q1 was a little crazy, like a lot of things going on, but still good. The last probably two months definitely slowed down. So for me, well, and even Clay, for us both, like going full time in this, this has been full time for us for like the last three years. So we went full time in this right around the time it really ramped up yeah so for everybody's like nope this is normal now it's just getting back to normal but we haven't been used to that so we have to remind ourselves so like on the, a little yeah well him yeah. especially yeah. like yeah. he's he's the warrior i'm yeah. like it's fine it's all gonna work out but uh yeah like you know you always worry a little bit but yeah. um no it's been good it's you been know, good. I, I've been around a couple years longer, and I'm a little bit older, and uh, I actually I try to lean into these times. I started in 08 when it was the yeah. bottom of the barrel, and what I find is, like, I started in 08 when it was, like, the worst recession since the Great Depression, okay? Yeah, yeah. And uh, everyone harassed me for my $550 pocket knives. So then I said, well, screw you guys, and I did a $1,200 pocket knife yeah. and sold 10000 of them. Yeah. During the... Worst recession since the Great Depression. Yep, yep. So the lesson to me was make cool shit. People are going to buy it. Give them great service. They'll keep coming back. Yep. So I think these times, interesting, interestingly, they're going to cull the dummies. They cull the bad customer service. They make companies that are dysfunctional either get yeah. functional or get out of the way. Yeah. So I think they're kind of good times. I like them as a capitalist. I'm with you. Yeah. And, like, try to find the positive in it and... We know like we're big on customer service, um, just the little touches, like we're still a small business and we really try to remind our customers of that. We're like, we'll be good. We know we're gonna be fine. Yeah, good. Uh, do you see any trends kind of emerging? Uh, do you see any things on the knife horizon that as a purveyor retailer you might see differently than me? What do you see out there? Honestly, we were talking about this the other day. You just never know anymore. Like things that come in that we think are gonna like sell out people are gonna love it's like no it, it seems like and i haven't done this very long but it just seems like the trends are changing so fast and i feel like people are going maybe like a little more simple i don't know i i don't know i haven't done this long enough to to really see those trends but it i know that it change is constant in this industry and you better keep up with the change it's a fashion business it is i tell people all the yeah. time i'm in the jewelry business yeah. more than i am in the knife business pocket jewelry and they say well, yeah. what do you mean i go well nobody needs a multi-hundred dollar pocket knife yeah uh, it's really about want and you know it's a uh, kind of status where you're showing either your success or your taste or yeah. your judgment um yeah uh tell me about uh some of the brands that are the hottest right now for you 
Um, so Medford, obviously. Well, you don't have to say that just because I'm here. Are that we is really? True. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, we anytime we get things in, like they move, they move pretty fast. Okay. Good. For sure. Um, Microtech. So we sell a lot of Microtech. Yep. Um, Hinder, Chris Reeb knives. We can't keep those on the shelf. Um, going back to like, that's why I say like going back to that simple, like, you know, just like something everyday carry you put in your pocket, you can use it. Um, I mean, they sell, like we can't keep them on the shelf. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see who else we sell Benchmade, Bastinelli. We really focus on American brands. However, we do work with makers who are producing overseas yeah yeah so we work specifically with those makers who are producing overseas but we don't do much directly with non-american brands right now okay all right um do you uh how do you see that market the um i would call it the there's like a middle ground there's the guys who kind of draw pictures of knives and have them made by the chinese Mm -hmm. and then there's those of us who draw pictures and we make them um between those two camps uh how's that chinese made market irrespective of the brand uh, uh yeah they move yeah they do of the price point the price point yeah. I mean, when you can get a full titanium with all the dressings for 475 dollars like you can't do that you know it, it's hard to get that price point yeah. in american made yeah um i think i think people still want to support that american company ultimately but at the end of the day they're going to take what they can afford a lot of times. You know what's really crazy is that Chinese knives used to be $30. And now we're talking about $450, $475. And yeah. what's funny to me is that's starting to get you in. You know, because it used to be 10 to 1. If it was a $500 American knife, it would be 50 bucks to get out of China. Yeah. Now it's $650, is 450 Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So either somebody's getting greedy or their costs have gone up like crazy. Yeah. Now I've heard there's big problems in China that they're keeping off the newspapers, but uh, I, sure. I, I think the administration over there has got big, big problems. Oh, yeah. And they're just trying to hold it all together as long as they can. My guess is when they can't hold it together anymore, they're going to whoop up a war because that's how they, uh, that's how they uh, gin up support. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's where we're headed anyway. So Yeah, yeah well, yeah. if that happens, I'm on a fucking American-made island, so I feel pretty <laughs> good about it. Everybody's getting stuff made in China's fuck. Yeah, I know. I know, um, and is it You got any advice for first-time knife buyers um, when you're talking to them? Um, you got any advice on what they should be thinking about or looking at when they come in and say, hey, what kind of th- knife do you think I ought to get? Um. I'll always ask them price point, like just want to know that, but also their use, like what they're going to use it for. And I think the biggest thing, and it's the one thing like we can always sell on, like you're going to spend a little bit more money on an American made product, but you're also going to receive that lifetime warranty with it. Yeah. Like you guys, ProTech, Kinder, Microtech, Benchmade, like something happens to that knife, send it back. It's going to be taken care of and you get it back. You can't get that with yeah. overseas. You yeah. know, you're not going to have that. So that's a big selling point because this is an investment for a lot of guys and especially someone coming in first time buyer yeah. and they're used to carrying their $60, $70 knife and they're going to spend a little more and like really invest. 
I'm like, this is a knife you're going to be able to carry and use forever. Where the tip breaks off of this one because it's crap steel, like, you're going to pay for quality, but you're going to be able to use it for a lifetime. Yeah. And, I mean, that's a, you know, that's that's a big selling point, I think. Yeah, and I've had a few broken tips over the years, and uh, guys send them in, and we just put a new blade on them yeah. and get them down the road, you yeah. know. Yeah. And you guys have great customer service. Like, all the companies we work with, like, that's a big thing for us, too. Like, we don't just take any brand on. Um, like, we're very picky about who we want to work with as well. And we don't want to work with a company that doesn't, risk like, respect their customer service, their warranties. Who's, so. the, who's the best customer service in the business, you think? ProTech. Is it really? ProTech does an amazing job. Tell me, tell me, uh, tell me how they outdo us. Their turnaround time is roughly four point six to five days. They'll get that knife turned back around to you. Like, What's ours? That's you know, crazy. I honestly don't know. Okay. Now I do know, but but with that said, we haven't had to send many things back to you guys. Um, but I know anytime we've had to send something back, like Lindsay takes care of us, it gets turned around. Yeah. But. Speaking from only my experience, like, ProTech does a really great job of that. Awesome. Yeah. And right, who's second? You guys. Uh, who's last? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, non-American made brands that don't have warranty. <laughs> Look at you. You might run for office before <laughs> this is over. I'm full of hey, shit, just like they are. Anything you know? else yeah. you want to promote before we jump off here? Uh, tell everybody where they can find you guys online. Uh, okay, so eknives.com. We just launched a new website that we've been working on for the last year. So whew, that's like a whole job in itself. So we just launched that. So eknives.com, social media. We're really active on Instagram. My husband posts videos. We have dogs in the videos. Like we're just, it's authentic. It's family. It's fun. Like that's what we want to do every day. So e underscore knives. And I think that's our Facebook as well. So, yeah, and then I'm Coco E Knives. Yeah. And you guys are like uh, the uh, non-Korean blonde Chip and Joanna Gaines of the knife world. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> well, I prefer like Barbie and Ken, right? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, listen, thanks for coming on. As always, appreciate Thank your support you so and partnership much. with us Second over the years. Second year in a row, so I appreciate you having us. Awesome. Yep. All right, sports fans, that's the show. Thanks for joining us. It's the Greg Medford Show. You can find us on Spotify, Rumble, iTunes, little bits here and there on YouTube. Appreciate you being here. I'm out. Have a nice day.